0: Hey, everybody, it's Flex Money from Bonfire ATL, and this is The Dan Show.
1: All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Dan Show Podcast. Uh, I have a longtime friend and a very special guest, my boy Brian Flexwinder, is uh, here to join us to talk about the many things he uh, have going on in the city. Um... So, Brian, what's been, go- what's, what's been good with you, bro? Man,
0: life, bro. Life's been good, man. Just staying busy, trying to keep these projects rolling and bring something new to the city every, every chance that we get, you know?
1: So, like, I haven't seen you probably in a few years, and just like some other folks we have on the podcast, I kind of have seen you just, like, in passing, mm. maybe at the Intercontinental at one time, yes. which might have literally been the last time well, I bumped into you. Fixed. But uh, obviously, we know each other through uh, Grady High School, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to become more familiar and friendly with each other through playing JV basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I haven't thought that's, about... That's
0: hilarious. The- <laughs> I forgot
1: about that. Right, I haven't <laughs> thought about JV basketball in a while, but uh, shout shot to Coach Brown.
0: I think that's what we are. Coach yeah, Brown. Coach mm-hmm. Brown.
1: I can't remember who the bigger coach was. He used to say MacGyver, that thing. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we had some ridiculous times Playing basketball Fit. Me and Gerald talk about mm-hmm. uh, I see Gerald all the time We talk about them basketball days mm-hmm. you know, Shout out to Coach Slade I thought I that was going to be my career at one point <laughs> I think we all did, bro Like, that's that's the crazy part About uh, becoming an adult and Realizing you didn't quite make the athletic cut Right And it's like it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm in better shape
2: now, now than I was then. Absolutely. Maybe
1: if I could take my body now back to my 18-year-old self, I might be able to do something. But, you know, everything happens I suppose. to. Fit. So, um, probably after high school, I might have just saw you once or twice in passing. I think we had a little party. A little, you had a little party at a hotel one time. Mm-hmm. Um Damn. <laughs> Long time ago. That's like I 2005. Was
0: mm-hmm. Sheridan Hill. I was yeah. fresh
1: out of half Um, I always seen you at the midtown bowling that one time. We mm-hmm. almost caused a nuclear holocaust in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah, of. I right. do yeah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> no, We ain't got to yeah, go into too many birthday. Yes, it was yeah, a Shanti's yeah. birthday. and uh, Shout out beans, to Shanti. <laughs> got a little prickly in the parking lot with some fellas. Uh, but uh, you know, that's that yes, bro. I
2: don't
1: know that, what it is. I, what it is. Hey, man, I hadn't man. thought about that. Really, I started thinking about this like, when the last time I really <laughs> just spoke to this man, Brian, other than in passing for like two minutes. <laughs> so um, I'm so glad that you was able to come on. Definitely, um, man. Had uh, to, had I want to I wanna jump right in and ask, uh, what was the transition uh, like for you coming out of high school and then moving into like a professional realm? Uh, particularly locally in the city.
0: Man, well, that's funny that you brought up JV basketball because uh, that's, you know, I was in the middle of basketball when I first started working in high school. Mm-hmm. And so when I first started, right there, I was working at, I think, Smoothie King was one of the first jobs I got, running yeah. around there. But I was still hustling and doing, you know, doing my thing or whatever. But I started running to this bunny, and um, the money started to make a little bit more sense than the, than the dreams at the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> so because of the circumstances at the time, so that's pretty much what kind of started my whole, you know, business mindset off, like, okay, well, let me kind of focus on getting this bread, you know what I'm saying, I was able to manage my school stuff at the same time, but the money was just coming in so fast, it was <laughs> like, okay, let me focus on this, you know what I'm saying.
1: What were the early business dreams compared to how it kind of, how it steered, uh, and how how it. Really, what were the early business dreams compared to the things that played out that you might not have had on your radar early? Um.
0: Well, I guess I ain't really... Before I guess I went to college, I ain't really know what I wanted to do, per se. You know what I mean? At one point, I wanted to... I called it a suicidal cop at the time, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to kind of be... In, in some action at one point in my life, then another point in my life, I wanted to you know, um, you know, be a rapper and wanted to, like I thought I was gonna play basketball that sort of thing, man. But like I said, when reality hit, it was just like shit. I gotta uh, get some money. Yeah, <laughs> that was the only thing that mattered at the time. Oh, I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to buy certain things. I wanted to be in certain places. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to look a certain way that sort of yeah. thing. So the only way I could ever you know figure that part out is if I had some money in my pocket. So you know, I have like, whatever that is. I want to be able to generate some kind of income, you know what I mean? So as far as owning the business and all that kind of stuff, it wasn't necessarily my first thought at the time, which is just how do I get through the bread, you right. know what I mean? So, uh, so was the uh, pop ATF, was the pop shirts, was that your first business venture? No, my first actual business venture was I, I owned a video production company. Mm-hmm. So... Um, when um uh, it's funny I owned a studio when I was rapping at the time, that's where the name Flex came from. Mm-hmm. And um I owned a studio and to kind of supplement some of the income, we were hustling. We were doing studio time stuff like that. But um I went and got a job at McDonald's just to get some steady income flowing. And um I was I went I was in college at the time for uh video production at the art institute and my boy Mike, he was trying to Get me to come and do this interview or this gig. And it was funny because although I was working at McDonald's, I was only making like six dollars an a, a hour. And what year is this? This is, shoot, this is like 2005-ish. Yeah, so you're, fresh, like you're 19, you're 19 yeah. years old. Basically, yeah. yeah. But I'm still out here in the street mm-hmm. <laughs> making some money and shit. So... To sub- supplement that income, the money from the studio, the money from the street, you know what I'm saying? It was I was making some good little dough, you know what I mean? And then me and my bro, we had worked the uh <laughs> we had kinda worked the uh the system up there at McDonalds to where wasn't nobody really working up there, so we ended up working like doubles and triples. Mm-hmm. And basically quadrupling our bread. So we turned yeah. $6.15 sent to down to $30 an hour yeah, at, the McDonald's. It's overtime. Yes, yeah. at the McDonald's. Overtime, yeah. Yes, at just, a just McDonald's. Overtime. Hanging out had. and eating Big Macs. Bro, basically, bro. So you know what I'm saying? We were we were just in there wilding out, you know what I mean? Um, but long story short, it took, it took my bro a while to get me away from the McDonald's. He's like, bro, I got this opportunity for you, know. You come over here, do some video production, they start a production team, and all this other stuff, and I'm like, but they paying, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He like, what you mean with they paying? I need to see some numbers. You know what, yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? saying? So we uh, we went back and forth for a while, and finally I came over there, and um, it was a rolling out magazine. Okay. Wow. We basically ended up birthing a the, um, they they television department. You know what I'm saying? i forgot about that portion. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to pick my minds, like, hey, what,
1: what what, all things you remember Brian did? I forgot about the rolling yeah, out part. Yeah, that's
0: rolling out. And rolling out honestly would put me on to a lot of the different industries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because from a video, as a, as a videographer, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a lot of professional videographers at mm-hmm. that time, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta. It wasn't as saturated as it is now. That was before a time, that was at a time before Atlanta had popped as like,
1: the, you know, the news, this new Hollywood, everybody got a camera, everybody, you right. know, it wasn't this. It wasn't it's,
0: Hollywood at the time. At that time, Atlanta was buzzing on, with the mute on the music Yeah, segment, right. You know what I'm saying? BMF was popping at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, What well, they just happened around that time? Uh, you know, T.I. was buzzing. Killer Mike was buzzing. Yeah. You know, they had that whole era Little Lil John, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff was going on. You know what I mean? And so, a lot of stuff was moving and shaking down here from an industry standpoint in Atlanta. So, um. They wanted to capture a lot of stuff. A lot of events was going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And so the company I worked for, um you know, Monster Shop and Monster Steve. You know what I'm saying. He had a way of going in and capturing different types of events and then packaging it up. You know what I'm saying. Delivering it to his clients in a way that nobody else was doing it from a marketing standpoint at that time. Yeah. There wasn't a big thing with like you know video on your website. It wasn't a big thing with video right. coming to your phone right. or different things right. like that. Sending video emails yeah. and stuff like that. So what you know is like a webisode from an urban standpoint. You know, what I'm saying we were one of the first ones to kind of package that up from a, on, on an urban scale. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it was a that's an untapped that was an untapped market exactly because mm-hmm. you know every other person
1: have a camera now Facts. these days. You Facts. know what I mean? Have the capability whether they know how to use it or not. Mm-hmm. Like every other person had the capability of like doing that with the equipment they have. Facts. Um, so after rolling out into what
0: you say that's two thousand seven at this point. Yeah, I was introduced by like two thousand six. Yeah, about two thousand six. I was there for about five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was a it was a dope situation because like you know I was around all the celebrities you could think of. You know what I'm saying? I was traveling, um, going to all these different uh, like I said different events. Every everything you could think of from like you know. Uh, Red carpets, award shows—you know what I'm saying. So we got a chance to basically be behind the scenes and on the scenes, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of those different situations. Stuff captured a lot of history. Got a chance to meet Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. all kind of crazy stuff, you know. But I, what I learned was different industries because we were not only doing entertainment, you know what I'm saying. We had clients that was in like a uh, healthcare. We had clients that was in uh, politics. Mm-hmm. We had clients that was in um um food, you know what I'm saying, agriculture, things like that. So I got a chance to tap into these different. You know markets and industries and stuff from a video you know perspective but i was able to take in this information you know what i'm saying to see how different things were moving and stuff
1: that was also an interesting time because uh, that was uh a transitionary era of like the paper because rolling that was still a paper uh publication mm-hmm. but that was during the time where that was about to die exactly you paper, know what i mean Exactly. Paper so was it's was like death. yep you was there while i was still paper mm-hmm. but the a part of the transition yeah, exactly. over onto the computer.
0: Yeah, vibe Vi magazine was on the way out. It was yeah. a whole lot of people that was, you know, on on the verge. They couldn't really figure out how to how to how to bridge over. It. Yeah, you know right. Saying? So that digital era was taking this transition. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Rolling Out was definitely ahead of his time during that time. trying to, you know, we're not even trying. They really did it. You know, what I'm saying as far as setting the example of how to take a, 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 a urban paper and you know transition to this digital era that we're in now.
1: So, uh, you say you was there for like f- five years, to so like 2012? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something like that, Something yeah. like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. So, is it around the time you start uh, the shirt company? Shirt printing company?
0: Uh, closely, yeah. So, around that time, I actually started my production company. And so, when I made my transition from rolling out, I um I was introduced to corporate over at Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, The young lady I was messing with at the time, her mom hooked me up basically with a gig you know and you know, I went down there and did my thing and got in real good learned the system real well um, and I was working like for a, a third party company but I was just, I was just a freelancer you know, I didn't necessarily work for the company yeah so the way corporate is set up I started understanding this corporate language you know what I'm saying although I work for this company I don't work for this company mm-hmm. So I'm still able to go and do things as a freelancer with the company. Yeah. So I was able to work for this company and do, th- do things on the side as well for Coca-Cola. You know what I'm saying? While I was working for this company. Yeah. Um. Some may call it a conflict of interest, but what I'm learning about the corporate world, they ain't no get real conflict. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? What right. corporate ladder you trying to climb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. trying to get this bag. So um, I ended up being able to... Work out uh, um, a contract uh, eventually, and got me a contract with Cope with my production company, um, and learn how that how that world works. That was a very demanding but different scenario. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's not for the for the for the weak of heart. You know what I'm saying? You really got to go in there uh, and definitely be cutthroat and stand on your square. You know what I'm saying? But um, what you think gave you like the? What do you think gave you the edge to like?
1: Go in with that mentality, cause it um, s- seem like seem like usually you get turned into a cu- a cutthroat, not cutthroat, mm-hmm. but it's like it seems like you learn the hard way, and then you realize like oh like actually I gotta get it get it how I need to get it.
0: Well, experience, man, experience the best teacher, as they say, with with anything and everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I had to go in, I was young. Yeah, I don't think I was. Yeah, I wasn't even like twenty three. Yeah, I was like twenty three yeah. at the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we talking about like, you know, damn near half a million dollar contracts, you know right. what I'm saying? And in your mind, you couldn't fuck that up. yeah Well, no, I know up. I couldn't fuck it up, but right. at the same time, I knew I had to get it, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, mean, right. I, had, I had to keep it. Yeah. So right, keep it, you know right, what I mean? exactly. So, um, it was just interesting. Just, I had different situations and stuff mm-hmm. with people who used to come at me about my age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm okay. saying? um You know, we still in the South, man. So, you know, people come at me about, you know, I'm a young black man, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, it was a lot of questionable things that was going on you know what I mean but I never let that really get to me it was just like okay this this is what comes with the territory let me just learn how to how to how to keep Mm -hmm. going you know what I'm saying so it was a lot of different obstacles that I had to learn to get over you know what I mean but at the same time I I knew what quality of work I was bringing you know what I'm saying I knew what kind of professionalism I was bringing there was nothing nobody could say about that so my work spoke for itself so how long until uh you said this is with
1: coke right Mm -hmm. and what was the transition between that and Pop uh It's Pop A. Pop A C L.
0: Yeah, so the um man, Pop A C L was crazy. So, um, uh basically the young lady I was I was with at the time, she wanted to start a, a t shirt company and um like I said I had my production company going and you know, we were just trying to figure out a way how we can kinda of work work together in a mm-hmm. sense. hmm And um, you know, basically we we leveraged you know, our resources and stuff to kinda, of, you know, get the equipment that we needed for the company. And um you know, we looked up one day and it was just, you know, taking off. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. Uh, we were doing things on ecom. You know, e was, it wasn't new, but it was yeah. it was fresh for a lot of people mm-hmm. at the time. You know what I'm saying? So we was able to go and get, we didn't know what we were doing at the time. You know, we was basically just taking stuff off the internet, you know, little designs mm-hmm. and putting up there, but yeah. we didn't know. We didn't know it was illegal at the time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were getting hit with all kind of, um, you know, cease and desist and all kind of stuff. We didn't know yeah. what the hell was going on, but right. we were, we're still making right. money at the time. Right. <laughs> so we we do exactly. right. were doing something all right. We were doing something right. I can't wait so, to get hit with a cease and desist. Oh, we, we, uh, yeah. Unless,
1: unless it's Universal Records telling you, uh, take that sample off your podcast, <laughs> or why did you download Schoolboy Q's uh, album? <laughs> right. These are all the emails I done
0: got. <laughs> but If no, you we, get an official cease and
1: desist, like, hey, stop nah, that, we, you're doing something right. We
0: would get, cool. we will get. Hit with those because That's we were taking like a... celebrity pictures and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just put them on the shirt and sell them. We didn't yeah. know it was something necessarily wrong with that because we mm. figured we, you know, we maybe recreate something on the design, recolor we or something alter like design that. Design or something like that. And they're like, hell no, one of the music groups in us up. <laughs> I mean, Beyonce people, bro. Like, damn, they they the worst, bro. Do not play around, Beyonce, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Her yeah. name is like, you know. It's the it's, it's, it's a cure, you yes. know what I'm saying? Like we had a design that said something like fiance, but it was spelled with a mm-hmm. with a elf, with a f e y, F-E-Y, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they came and ate us up on that. They were Damn. like, it's too close. It sounds too close to the name. We were like, bro, right. so like, the word's fiance, you right? know? What I'm saying, <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> real shit. That's know? crazy. So, but that was a learning lesson, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we took out at it, you know. Learn from that. Recreated a bunch of stuff. Made made a bunch of more money and stuff. You know what I'm saying. Learn. Uh, I I was real fluent in the SEO because of my background in video mm-hmm. production. Yeah. Um, you know, videos yeah. and stuff out there from a marketing standpoint. So you apply the same thing, basically with your uh, e-commerce stores. You know what I'm saying. Nice. So um, was you about to say something, Joe? Joe, not gonna say nothing. I I'm y'all. gonna say something. I'm
1: waiting <laughs> for y'all. <to> <laughs> look, we talk. Look, say, <laughs> say y'all been talking too much. I just don't like cutting people off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back then uh. Me and Joe were making shirts, but like on a on a far smaller <laughs> no, scale than that. We weren't get no, we getting no. We weren't getting yeah. To. It's funny. We still got the same heat <laughs> that press same over heat there. We were. got the little uh whatever. But in two thousand fourteen ish, you had started using direct to garment mm-hmm. printing, right? And that's the first time I'd ever see like heard we would shit. we yeah. so the shirts we would be making. We'd be like, man, this sucks, and then we would <laughs> we would go to your page, and it'd be like, this nigga is making shirts in three minutes, and we've been sitting here for
2: three hours cutting out.
1: Co-
0: goddamn an exact shit! Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh man, yeah, that the vinyl days, bro. I mean, I still do it too, but the the DTG, it made it was fresh. You know what I'm saying? It was fresh at the it time. It was crazy. And um the company we were with, they were one of the pioneers in that in that mm-hmm. industry. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a crazy story too, bro, cause we were, the the first company we was going with, I ain't gonna say no names, but the first company that we went with, as far as getting the machines, you know what I'm saying, we were sold, we went out there and did a training this whole nine, but when we went out there and did a training, it was kind of like, they didn't want you out there. Nah, it was kind of like the mechanics trying to sell you the car, when you go buy you a car, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like they brought the mechanic out. To try to be the salesman, yeah. And um, I'm like, well, I'm asking him all these questions on how to you know be proficient and in, in, you know, same with the machine and stuff. And he basically just showed me all these mechanical ways, you know, like beating on it and all that. I'm like, bro, right, wow. like, hey, yeah, we're not gonna be yeah. doing all
1: that, bro. This <laughs> <running laughs> you know machine I just costs like use ten thousand
2: dollars, <laughs> my nigga. Like right. Yeah,
0: like 35,000 at the time, yeah. Um, that's crazy, yeah, crazy as hell. Oh my god, so. They kinda scared us that then we end up we was talking with this one company before, so we ended up running back to them and that was energetic. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how we end up kinda getting in good with them. And um it was it was wild, bro, cause um like I said, DTG was new and like I said, because of my experience with kind of temper around with those different mm-hmm. industries and stuff, I was able to kinda peak game when we tapped into the D T G industry, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the the um the apparel industry or what do they say? The um, the textile industry
2: mm-hmm.
0: is a billion damn a trillion dollar industry on its own. You know what I'm saying? And once we kind of entered that mark on the DCG side, we were getting invited to all these different um we was getting invited to all these different uh uh conventions and all this other stuff that were find us out of L. A. You know what I'm saying? Um, they came into shopping, came out shop did an interview on us and all this other stuff and started putting us in this uh put us on YouTube. I didn't even realize that we was kinda of like becoming celebrities in the whole little D C G printing world and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going out to these uh Conventions and stuff, and I got these white people and these little ages and stuff stopping me. talking like, about that's him, that is him. I'm like, ah, hey. uh, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, no, no, what, that mean, that you know, mean, no I'm just a black man. And so exactly <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so they way. they pulling up pamphlets and shit and like point at the pamphlet. I'm like, I'm on a pamphlet. Like, He's oh, like, like, oh yeah, that you is, is me. All right, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, so that kind of like you know helped me kind of you know dive a little bit more in that industry and stuff. I was able to talk to a lot of CEOs and stuff. Um, they'll put me on game of how the the industry was like moving and changing and you know different ways it was going and stuff, giving me mm-hmm. samples with everything. So I was like, oh damn, I'm just a little black kid from Atlanta. I ain't know y'all, you know, think that I'm some guru in this this new mm-hmm. you know field, but apparently it wasn't a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, down there doing, you know, doing our things So they were trying to find a way to market it to more younger and people of color and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's really Thanks. cool, man. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, you finna say something?
1: No <laughs> ah, look, look, I knew you were not gonna say nothing. So, um, at some point, uh, the shirts turned into uh, like events and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And at what point did you transition out of like the shirt uh, grind? to starting to uh, do events? Or am I skipping? Am I skipping? No, nah,
0: you're not you're necessarily not skipping. My, my life is so random, bro. Like I've been around events my whole life. Mm-hmm. So they just naturally just come to me. My father's a DJ. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I done, done thousands of weddings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was a videographer. Mm-hmm. So all I did was events every single day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, growing up in a... Uh, 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 my my godfather, he was a magician, and he uh, did all the, matter of fact, he did all the proms and stuff. Hmm. I, I decorated a lot of the proms in wow. high school, real shit. He uh, wow. he, he was a, a, a de- decorating designer and stuff, and so like a lot of the APS schools would hire him to come and you know do of stuff. So I, I was always around mm-hmm. events, you know what I mean? So um, when it came down, matter of fact, it's Mickey's fault because uh, he was doing his underground. Uh, Club, whatever stuff he was doing, you know, trying to get his, you know, his, his little flow going and stuff. He was doing stuff over there at, 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 in East Atlanta. East Atlanta yeah. yeah. And um, I was working at corporate stuff, and like I said, I was trying to figure out, okay, well, shit, I see how they doing events and they making money. I see we doing events. How can we, you know, what I mean, right? Scale our stuff up to what well, we doing the same thing on the corporate level. So that's kind of where the whole concept came mm-hmm. from. And I was like, well, let me figure out how I can bring these same concepts of what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And bring them over to what you know my people's doing over here, and that's you know I, I pretty much started trying to help you out, mm-hmm. you know trying to you know get his stuff going with that. And um, as far as Pop ATL and the events, um, I wanted to figure out how to get Pop ATL more locally known. You know what I'm saying because we were doing our thing online. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying everybody around the world, you know I'm so saying, can find our page and stuff like that. But I couldn't get the homie. Mm-hmm. To put the web page, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, saying, yeah. and, and and buy a shirt, yeah. and he been me for 15 years, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it was like, well, damn, well, like what what am I mm-hmm. doing wrong mm-hmm. to where? Got break you know, them up exactly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So let me let me start doing some events that are mm-hmm. based off of pop ATL. Mm-hmm. So at least when people start seeing the name, mm-hmm. they can at least associate it with something when they search it. You know what I'm saying. They can put two and two together.
2: Is that kind of where Atlanta Indie Market got its birth from?
0: Well, Atlanta Indie Market. Um we had started that years ago and then we gave it a break and then we <coughs> we resurrected it so to say <coughs> and then that was actually to help boost more attention to pop ATL. Okay. Um gotcha. but then they ended up growing its own legs, you know what I'm saying? And it's oh you know, its own company now and you know it's uh we're we starting to get employees and we're looking, <laughs> I think we possibly, you know I'm not going to jinx it but we possibly going to get an office space soon. <coughs> um to where we start establishing more um um s- weekly mm-hmm. stuff going on versus just the Saturday stuff so you know probably have a few vendors and stuff in there on a weekly basis you know I think we're gonna rent out different booths and stuff like nice. this mm-hmm. and
1: uh where all is uh the Atlanta indie market located is it in one is it is it have one home or is it in different places in
0: well, Atlanta? well right now our whole concept is we literally uh, go to other communities and activate in other communities. Okay. hmm So it's it's not it's it's always in a different place. Correct. Man. We take we take uncommon spaces.
1: Is sometimes it's at Starlight. Have y'all done it at Starlight? We haven't done
0: it at Starlight, but we're not uh, against we it. Because <laughs> they well because they do one up there. Um, they do Starlight? an indie market
1: Starlight Movie Theater in oh, Moreland. Moreland. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure if that was Atlanta anymore. No, nah, that's though. not us. Yeah. but um, no. they do a huge one there though. Yeah, we're
0: not yeah. A, we're not against. I mean, that's the whole thing. We, we we want to do, um, we want to bring togetherness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like y'all about say, to do one on Bankhead, ain't you? Or, mm-hmm. I just passed one yeah. of your signs. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit! On the way here, I was like, yep. oh shit! That's what I'm about to interview right, right now. Like, get, like getting, the, getting closer to the west yeah, side, yes, sir. Man. Getting closer that's, to the west. You gotta
1: so ask about. questions to interview them. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I said we. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I asked the question. <laughs> I brought on okay. See this man here. Well, trying to get the jokes for you. Go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. But um, but now nah, yeah, we uh, right now we're just trying to we trying to get in every community possible. You know what I'm saying? In 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 the city of Atlanta and eventually put it on the road. But you know, it's just um, trying to merge uh. The community and these businesses, like, for real, for real, like, yeah. not just on a virtual level, but, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you need to see who's actually behind these products. You need no, to see who's actually behind these Instagram posts right. and stuff that like that. Sense. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, they need to see who's coming out and, and mm-hmm. potentially buying their stuff, right. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and getting real feedback. Right. Um. So so that growth can be real, you know right. what I mean? It, like It's
1: it a tangible part of the in- interaction instead yeah. of it just being that shooter email over mm-hmm. and it's like oh this is this person i know nothing about know mm-hmm. don't, don't you know what i mean it's you still, hard we to gotta, have, like we still
0: gotta have that connection a lot of these people are starting <laughs> out and you know what i'm saying either they scared or you know it's hard to get a brick and mortar and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's like okay well you don't necessarily have to to do that right now but still to, to get your brand off mm-hmm. you still need to touch and feel the people yeah so you know we need to create more um situations where that can happen you know what i'm saying and you know the the path we're headed towards, just in general, as a, a society,
1: is a uh, it all lives on the internet. Yep. So you know the everything is digital. The, the, <laughs> the business model that makes more sense is you know if you're just doing the numbers, it's like oh, we'll just start an online store. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fool with space and renting it out store and all that. <laughs> But then from there, you just kind of just be like a digital. You you just be like like an online robot. Man, like energy is real. man. People still gotta get house. Yeah, Yeah. still go to the. (laughs) There's nothing fun about your product. It's just all on the internet. You can't say, oh, like, oh yeah, I
0: met the you know, oh, yeah, the dude be at the shop. Right. You know what I mean? There's it, the no life with the product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't really take nothing back with it. You Whereas know?
1: before the internet age, that was the only thing. It was. Mm-hmm. You had to go to someone's physical shop. Now, the dude that owns the bridal shop might not be physically there, Facts. but he probably going to be there at some point during mm-hmm. the week. You know what I mean? But we're shifting so far into just the all digital everything uh age that, like you say, most people don't even consider the uh, the the life part of their product or the mm-hmm. tangible parts or like the community or you know it's a lot of white owned brands mm-hmm. where their market is us mm-hmm. and I don't think that they even realize I think in their mind they market is who they is who they uh, imagine until they see
0: ju- until they see us with it all until
1: they see right mm-hmm. until you tap into a community and be mm-hmm. like oh wait like. Yeah, that wasn't y'all. Right. Yeah, we. That was not for y'all yeah. yeah. at all. Right. Oh so uh, you know, it's interesting you say that. Like, you really need to know. Like, you need to tap in with your mark. I kind of the word "tap in" had have become like a kind of cliche, like kind of corny thing. Like, tap in. Basically, when somebody be like, "Hey, tap in," I'd be thinking like, "I'm not. Gonna I'm tap not going to tap in." Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm, a, I'm not going to tap <laughs> in. But it is important to tap into your market and to the communities and when you're doing business with somebody like actually know who the person mm-hmm. is know know what they you want you want to know who you buying from, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you want to so you know can, what your dollar supporting. Exactly, you yeah. know, like
0: and, and that's my biggest thing is like you know everybody on this buy black tip, and I'm definitely with buy black, but it's like you know buy local, buy small, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody around you doesn't look the same, and, and you should know that you should know right. who's in your neighborhood, exactly. you know what I'm saying? You should know the differences that's going on, so when something pops off, that you guys can have some kind of Community. communication, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not some weird, you know what I'm saying? Well. They've always been nah. Mm-hmm. You should know yeah. what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. They
1: in the hood, you know right? What I mean? When like, shit hit the fan, you ain't just meeting somebody mm-hmm. and yeah. then being like, "Well, I ain't never talked to you before, <laughs> so I ain't gonna fuck with yeah, you." Man. Like, you
2: know what I mean? Exactly, man. You like, wouldn't do that with your neighbors, like the people who live next door to you. So the same people that. But well, sadly, these team. days people do yeah. do that, you're right? You yeah. know, yeah. so that's 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 yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. kind
0: of like where we come in. We're gonna make it uncomfortable but comfortable for mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's 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 shake some things up because we don't want things to be so traditional. Mm-hmm. That it leads into a tradition of some weird shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So how long you said the Atlanta indie
1: market got uh revived or rebirthed or re, re- well, resurrected? Resurrected, yeah. yeah,
0: resurrected. We gave it a break for some years and then we brought it back. How long would you say it's been going uh, since y'all resurrected it? For about four going on five years now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And when did when did the idea first start? I think we started in 2012. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's got to be the envy of all of all markets. It's got to be the best market day. And I man, appreciate I, that. I signed up for some markets that were... Some were pretty good, but some were some bullshit. And, oh, like, I, I kept trying to get... It's funny I had signed up for the indie market and I was like man I'm finally going to be on I'm finally going to the indie market and I didn't want to do it cuz I was like man I got this bullshit that I'm selling here <laughs> like, I don't yeah, want to come gotta up there doing
0: that. like it's like that the whole that's the whole point of it just like you know come try it out you know what I'm saying like, like it, 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 it's it's judge free zone you know yeah. what I'm saying so I
2: was building up to it. I was like okay I'm ready I'm I'm ready to get there I'm ready you know I had, I'd gone to a couple of markets I was like man I can do I can do the indie market and as soon as I got ready to do I was like man I got to go out of town mm. I got to can't like I can't and then I was like, I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm not doing (laughs) shirts no more. Like it's too 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 fresh. Yeah, it was too much on my on my mental. Like I I I work full time, Mm -hmm. so I was like, man, either either." I I can do these shirts full time or I can work full time. And shirts ain't making me no money right Mm -hmm. now, so. But I definitely, when I get back, get my feet back wet in mm-hmm. there. Like my first stop is Atlanta, Indy market. Like, yeah, it's, it's, gonna it's, be it's, and it's, you know,
1: fortunately, we still have me and Joe have been at this shirt thing for close to eight, eight or oh, nine years. Of course, we <laughs> yeah. threw doing the towel it after a few years. Oh, every it's every a, now it's a, it's a niche
0: market, out. man. But yeah. we have
1: all of that equipment, all of the shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is all that stuff's over there. So like soon enough, soon. I'm gonna be able to be making these mm-hmm. shirts. I just ain't been talking about that or promoting it because. I'm really focused on mm-hmm. this thing, but like, yeah. I since you have brought that over, mm-hmm. this every time I walk past that, I'm like,
2: bro, you leaving money on the table, it's bro, money because it's money on the table, and everybody make, still hit you, hit me up about you make shirt. these mm-hmm. shirts, and yeah,
0: especially that local money, man. It's yeah. a lot of local money, you know what I'm saying? Them nights where you just sitting there, and you know somebody got a sports team, was you know a little school or something mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. they're just like, hey, you know, you got time to make three hundred shirts, and you do the math real mm-hmm. quick, you're like, well, i want to do enough for the last. Yeah. Yeah, I make that I quick, can um, make these shirts, so I can you know, be not 1, making no money. Bands yeah. real quick. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and you know nowadays, like with the DTG, like you said, you know we able to crank stuff out in like less than three minutes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think
2: that's just got to be the next stop for us before we start making cranking them shirts back. Up. Yeah, but well,
0: you know every, everything serves mm-hmm. a purpose. You know yeah. the screen. You know we still screen print too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When them shirts be coming in with a thousand, two thousand no know, orders and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they want one or two colors. So I'm not about the DTG. Yeah. You know, exactly. yeah. yeah. Put on okay. the automatic press and mm-hmm. call it a day. You yeah, know? right.
1: <laughs> so what other uh events? I, I saw that you had um uh, that j- it was it a Caribbean festival? Uh oh, we had the that? uh
0: the B Reggae Festival. Yeah, that was Teemar last Park. month, right? Uh it was in August, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Was that do you do a lot of stuff like that? Or was that your first time doing a uh like That a, was a our first time show like
0: a, i've i've worked a lot of festivals that was um maybe one of the first time i was like that close to being like on the the front line um mm-hmm. of a festival like that um but I've worked a lot of festivals you know mm-hmm. saying the past um on the on the production side um and the planning side um but that was uh for us to be in the pandemic and everything that was going on like that that was a very uh very unique you know situation yeah. you know you know the team, the team that we had definitely pulled it off. You know what I'm saying.
1: Well, you know, forces outside too.
0: Yeah. So you know, that's
1: that's always a plus. I'm, yeah. I'm very very worried about in uh, large indoor events. Sometimes <laughs> it's just like I would go if it's like I don't know. Yeah, it sucks we, that you gotta like think about. Do you want to go to some cool? Well, it,
0: it was that, and then you know we just had that crazy stabbing and stuff in the park. You know. What oh saying? Yeah, yeah, that was fresh. Was, yeah, yeah, it was like oh, the wow. week before. You know what I'm saying? So we had to, you know, do a lot of preliminary stuff. It's Crazy. The jury's still out on that. Yeah, hey, that's, you know, it's, it's like, hey, is there a serial killer in Atlanta you know, or not? That's like, Atlanta for there's a lot of a lot of stuff just in the area of Atlanta right like now. But, you know, we can oh. say that conversation for another day. Oh <laughs> no, we gonna go into that right after. Uh, right
1: after when we talk about the professional stuff okay um so what other event bonfire oh yeah let's talk about
0: bonfire how, how what was the transition into becoming a part of that um well i was i was always a part of bonfire or, originally and then I I, I I stepped away yeah uh years ago um i guess that story will come out one day whatever i'm pretty sure there's a million different stories about <laughs> but um yeah, I, I stepped away from it. And then with the um, the transition of what happened, I was asked to come back. And um, my biggest thing was making sure that everything kind of stayed intact. On yeah. uh, fire, you know, internally, what people don't know is it's more of a, it's really an internal family, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it feeds a lot of families, you know what I'm saying, internally. So I, I wanted to make sure that that stayed in place. And uh, me and my bro, uh, Michi, uh, we, when we were asked to come back and deal with the situation, that was our biggest thing. And now it's, you know, uh it's growing. You know what I'm saying? We um we can't find a home right now. We're looking for a home. So if somebody got some property out there, you know, holla at your boy.
1: The places y'all know. find be good though.
0: And and that's and that's the beauty I think that's of, really of the cool brand. that you know, you we're able to Yeah. Like it, I said,
1: we You don't have to drive far. It always be round the round the corner. Right. Well so, so somewhere
0: it be. that is very uncommon. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That you wouldn't necessarily think we would be there and that's kind of our, our been our unique you know approach with, with with our situations you know but we we ready to, to get some stability though okay. um and and because it's, it's, a, it's a lot more than just a sunday night you yeah. know what i'm saying a lot more than just a sunday night that i want people to see
1: well it's it's certainly become a part of uh, atlanta's culture on you know Atlanta has always had its Sunday night spot. Mm-hmm. When it used to be used to be the Velvet Room, and then mm-hmm. it turned into this club. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but like for about the past decade at this point. Well, how long you say Bonfire been alive?
0: We're going on eight years. Eight now? years.
1: Yeah. I'd say solidly since for the past five years, that's been the thing to do on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and it's become a part of Atlanta's culture, and uh, I love that it's still intact. And the times I can't pop over and see, I'm just like, man, like, they got food trucks and folks selling It's, 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 def- it's definitely stuff grown, and- man.
0: You know, what, what people don't know, it actually started for the service workers. Really? Yeah. That yeah. was a, the whole premise of Bonfire. For folks to get off. Yeah. Like, everybody everybody that worked in the clubs and stuff yeah. like that, you know what I'm saying? Okay. They didn't really have an off day, so, you know, we created our own off day, and, mm-hmm. you know, we weren't making... A shit ton of money, so you know we weren't about to go buy sections and bottles and all mm-hmm. that shit. So right. we're like, fuck we? we gonna about do our own party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna bring our own bottles. That sort of you know, you know, kind of stuff. That's pretty much you know where it started from. You know, and then it just kind of blossomed to you know doing what it the is Super Bowl and, and still doing. Let's <laughs> <doing the Super laughs> not talk about the Super uh, Bowl. That was yeah, that was yeah. I see you have a lot of headaches doing this. The, the like. soup. Well, well, the thing is, is when you don't have. 100% control of mm-hmm. a situation and you're used to moving a certain way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Things the the, the littlest thing can can throw can throw off. everything yeah. off, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. I mean, we we have come so accustomed to controlling our situation mm-hmm. so much that anything that happens, we know how to patch it up and take care mm-hmm. of it. But once we start, you know, Working with people and stuff like that, and you know, it, it kind of opens the door to a lot of room for mm-hmm. error, you know. So too many chiefs,
2: uh, too many people well, trying, too you many know, hands in the
1: pots.
0: Well, or too many people who think they
1: chiefs. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there, yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying. Too many Indians that think they chiefs. <laughs> exactly. They need to just do their Indian job. Exactly. Exactly. Just
0: stay in your exactly. lane. Let us do our part. You mm-hmm. do yours. Mm-hmm. You know. I hope
1: that's PC to say that. <laughs> it's. The- well, you know, too, many, <laughs> too many, too many, many indigenous, workers. indigenous, many indigenous people who think they're chiefs. <laughs> I'm just joking.
0: Yeah, man, it's, just, it's it's a lot of weird temperature going on out there. It's so strange. Um, well, um,
1: besides uh, Atlanta Indy Market and bonfire, is there any other like constant event that 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 you do that I'm leave- leaving off?
0: Um, well, I got some stuff brewing. Mm-hmm. Um we about to bring back a showcase. Nice. Um something similar to what was at EAV. Sure, you can say that. Okay. 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 <laughs> you can say that. Um and I'm working on uh bringing uh working on the art show. Um okay. start doing. We also start our night market. Um that we yes. start doing adults only. Um okay. so you know leave the kids at home find a babysitter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Tell your chick throw some heels on and you know we are right. going to be grown and sexy. Um, but it, you know we do that uh, usually first Friday, but it's second Friday for November um, for those days. And then um, there's one more thing that I'm doing. It was the art show. It was the showcase. Oh yeah, and the live band uh, jam session. Where well, that's uh, that's that's in the works. That's brewing. Yeah. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Oh, that's brewing. So you'll probably be hearing some of that stuff come out in a couple of weeks. Did
2: I did I see this band on your Instagram recently? Do you already have the band? I feel like I saw. Well, it's
0: gonna be a mixture of bands. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Okay. So well, musicians I should say. You nice. know, what I'm saying basically going a musicians hangout sort of say where okay. they could just pull up, know, vibe out for a minute, and um, you know maybe have like a, a um, an actual feature or two, mm-hmm. but then it's just the musicians just kind of just you know freestyling doing their thing, nice. just vibing out. So what on earth do you do for fun? You seem like
1: your every minute of your day is uh <laughs> occupied with either doing something
0: or planning something. What? I guess it's the little things. Well, what, what do you, you do know? for fun, man? I have fun, man. You know, I get out, I sneak out, you know, people pe- people see me here and there. It's funny people be like, "Hey, you know, they, they get surprised when they see me out," you know. Um Well, that's what I was telling Joe, I was like
1: I don't know how I haven't seen Brian out. Because, <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't pull back from the outside streets really? a little bit. I think just naturally because of COVID. I used to be outside a lot, like, and I'd mm. be like, damn, like, I'd be seeing Brian name on a lot of stuff, but I don't physically see him. Where done? do you be at? Do you be, like, in where the rap – you be, you be up in the Raptors, like, staying, like, just like – Sleep I'd be ducked off, bro. Yeah, I'd be ducked off, <laughs> man.
0: You know, I, I let everybody have a fun. I'm, I'm, I'm a people watcher, so yeah. you know, what I'm saying I like to sit back and duck off, do my thing, and make sure everybody good. And yeah. if I am happy, you know, in, in in the mood of having fun, you know, you'll see me pop out here and now. But yeah, you know, I, I'm low key, man. I've been doing this for a long time, so.
1: Would you say in general you have fun just doing your cur- your current?
0: Yeah, life is fun, anything, man. Yeah. You know, life is fun. You got to make fun out of life, so you know, mm-hmm. it's it's uh all this stuff is creative you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying manifesting you know mm-hmm. what I mean so it's like I'm taking literal thoughts out of my head and you know producing them in, in a sense so that that is definitely kind of it, it, it's fun you know what I mean it, it, it's always it's never a dull moment you know what I mean always something to do that's awesome uh so I wanted to, uh I wanted to end it with this
1: seems to be a common topic I ended with is uh you've been in atlanta your whole life mm. uh have you lived anywhere else other Atlanta? not lived no yeah um what do you think what do you think about what atlanta has become compared <laughs> to uh what we once knew or becoming it's still becoming, changing man it's atlanta, still changing atlanta, yeah. a young
0: city man that's what people don't understand we're still a young city but sure. i don't know man it's a lot of question marks bro you know yeah. a lot of question marks you know we came from a a very uh, I ain't gonna say quiet, but you know we still an original city, mm-hmm. but we we were we were proud, you know what I'm saying. Now it just kind of just opened up the gates and just let everybody in. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know it's a real uh, confusion of what Atlanta is and what it's not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so for me it's just interesting, man. I sit back and I watch, I listen, I learn, and I just learn how to adapt. You know what I'm saying a lot of people have come from other places and use their knowledge from other places and taking advantage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of the city, you know what I mean? And you know, I can't get mad at that, but it's like, where is it going? I I don't know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I I that's that's I guess that's why I'm still here and this necessarily went nowhere and shit. I'm I'm kinda curious to see what I can do to kinda keep things not necessarily intact, but to keep things in the sense to where growth can go, you know, to the real Atlantans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To those people that's been here through all these random changes, you know, they've been through the Olympics. You know, when they had the Miami situation, New Orleans, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's still a big port, you know what I'm saying? Just for a lot of, you know, stuff anyway, so... Um, and it's not really physically a big city. No, no, <laughs>
1: we we want to pretend like we're capable of doing that, right? But we're not we're just building on top of
0: each other, yeah. man. So yeah, you I know, you, you got to be aware that. of that, man. So it's like uh, you know, anything outside of two eighty five is not Atlanta. Don't let nobody tell you different. <laughs> but, you, um, right. <laughs> Somebody from New Jersey tell you know, <laughs> or from Chicago. But you know, we I, I I'm real curious to see you know like you know. Where it where, where is gonna go? You know what I'm saying? That I, I, if you take a look now, is they building up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all this development is going up. You know, so they try, they, they're trying. They are gonna make it a a metropolis in some shape, form, or fashion. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Uh, and
1: you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak because I'm become a broken record on here, especially after Neiman's last episode. Mm-hmm. I just was watching through it. We go hard on this subject, Mm. gentrification. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What I was thinking about yesterday was um, my main concern with what Atlanta was compared to what it looks like it's becoming is Mm -hmm. Atlanta was and is the best opportunity for a young black person in America. Mm -hmm. You'd rather be in Atlanta than uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, if you're young and black. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, (laughs) right. In fact, you'd rather be like on the moon than probably there. Um, Aaron Rodgers don't even want to be there no more. Um, <laughs> but I'm so worried that the way neighborhoods and communities are slowly being like erased, mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried that that opportunity, that same opportunity, is also being erased. Um, what what Atlanta also used to be is a a place that was very affordable that you could mount your life up mm-hmm. and you could build you can. Get a good career here. You don't have you didn't have to spend a ton for a house. Mm-hmm. You could get your foundation going here and then catapult. And I think that was a, a resource that uh, helped a lot of young successful black people uh, or From people who might be like fifty mm-hmm. when they was our age. Mm-hmm. That was their launch point. Is like oh like I can get in Atlanta yeah. and still live in a fun city mm-hmm. that's full of black culture. Um, but I feel like if we jump to maybe twenty thirty. I just wonder what the what the framework and the face of Atlanta will look like. Well, will will Atlanta still be this very yeah. thriving young black city it will. or will only the uh, the thriving will the only will the already thriving families that have come see, here Be see, the that ones it, that make
0: it It will And that and that's the thing Like Atlanta is a black metal You know what I'm saying For yeah. one, It is a black it's No, You can't go nowhere In the United States Yes Truly <laughs> When you come to Atlanta you, Your eyebrows are definitely Gonna go up You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, But that's the thing though You know what I mean Like The biggest thing about I don't wanna say Black people But just You know Black people Is we gotta get informed Man you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And apply the knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to your point, yes, the neighborhoods are changing. Yes, these developers are coming in and wiping the history away. I mean, they are just going ham. Yes, but it's like, it's because there's nobody in place that's actually um, trying to assist with the situation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we can only do so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um but the people that are still in the neighborhoods, they need to get an understanding of what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. You know, taking away the um, the emotions out of the situation and really applying, you know, the reality of what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and uh, what realistic options? Yeah, you know, everybody are on the keeps table. screaming gentrification and everything. I mean. Call it what you want, but I mean, if you ain't paying your property taxes, somebody gonna pay them for you, my dude. Yeah, And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? As ugly or fucked up as it is, that's life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to hold on to it, then you gotta play the game or understand how to play the game. Yeah, You know? Um, There's a lot of older families and stuff holding on to these properties and they're not doing nothing with them. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're just building everything around them. And it's like, in a minute, eventually they're gonna put a city ordinance on you mm-hmm. for eminent domain. <laughs> you know, because they want to build a road yeah. or expand a road or, or do something. That's, or somebody's gonna get enough money just to buy your ass the yeah, hell out, and you don't right. get the hell on anyway. Yeah. So it's like I get it, and it's and it's and it's black people doing it too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so,
1: it seems like Atlanta's gonna go from an opportunity for. Most people, mm-hmm. particularly young black people, particularly uh, uh, someone not privileged or uh, underprivileged, mm-hmm. to just the affluent, just ch- seems like Atlanta's just about to become an elite city. I mean, that's that's where it seems like it's headed towards. And, and if elite is an overreach, uh, it seems like we're headed more towards elitism here I mean, than like that. Uh, you know, inclusive inclusiveness for every walk of life. Including people like me and you who grew up here. Yeah. My main concern now is I grew up in Atlanta. I always dreamed to have a house in Atlanta. All the old people tell you, hey, if you stay out of trouble and get you a good job and do this, you can buy you a house and start your family. Mm -hmm. And it don't seem like I'm going to be able to do that. That's the problem. (laughs)
0: That's that's the whole problem right there. That was misinformation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was was, was the unfortunate part of our upbringing that we don't want to talk about. We have not talked about yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was a lot of misinformation that we received. You know what I mean? I think
1: also our generation get, got the short end of a lot of stick, a lot of traditional, historically, how things happened all the way to a certain point. Yeah. Things changed somewhere in the late 90s and the 2000s, and the same thing that would be the pathway to success, that wasn't necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. And you, like you say, no one was teaching us about inflation mm-hmm. and, and property and housing markets right. and. And retirement, and you know, I mean, it was just like, but,
0: hey, but it's hey, a, boy, stay but out of jail, but it's and then re- you can have whatever you want to, but it's a reason for that. We wasn't asking enough questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We weren't, we were asking enough questions then. You know what I'm saying? Now we, we are literally now in a, in a in an era of the of awakening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff is just popping up out of nowhere. A lot of information just popping up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And. Yeah, mm-hmm. very accessible. And if you're not necessarily, like I keep saying, applying yourself mm-hmm. to the learn, study and really getting mm-hmm. an understanding of, of of what we thought, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I you know, I got a whole another family and our um our motto is unlearn and relearn, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you got to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got to really unlearn and relearn mm-hmm. out here because everything that we've been taught is is not necessarily accurate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about that. Right. You know what I mean? So to your point, you like you like oh, what we thought Atlanta was going to be and all this other stuff. Uh, at my surprise, Not really. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I, I kind of, I see what's happening. I see why it's happening. I guess you know? it was
1: obvious that the growth wasn't, we knew the growth wasn't going to stop after the Olympics came because oh, they yeah, never no. stopped building after that. Yeah, freak Nick, shit. It's just Olympics. that, yeah. in my mind, Atlanta had a cap at like what it would look like mm-hmm. so even when atlantic station was
0: built because i'm from, like you from here yeah you know like know i'm saying you know you know what the perimeter looks like
1: i think everybody who went to atlantic station for the first time I was here, They was like this is kind of a bit much more like <laughs> it really didn't even feel like right. it was in atlanta like, where is do... this gonna go yeah <laughs> so to me I thought that maybe two more Atlantic stations, and then they'll just oh call us quits. Now. Yeah, right. They'll Try just about twenty make... more. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, no, man, like Atlanta has blown up past yeah. anybody's imagination. They're gonna make Atlanta look like Vegas. Yeah. So
0: straight up, you know, it has to strips and everything. I'm
1: all for the progression and the uh, and the and the what they call it. Uh, the city's getting a makeover Redevelop. and redevelopment. Yeah. I'm for all that, but I'm 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 also for people who grew up here and, and lived here and want to call Atlanta home, not to simply just be outpriced mm. just because the rest of the country just sees Atlanta as a cheap date. Yeah. That's truly that's truly is just like, oh yeah. Yeah. We can take our $500,000 down to Atlanta and buy a couple houses. Boy. Whereas in New York, New Jersey, Chicago, you get a something that's the size of this place for that. Well, people There's something gotta, that's the size people, of this people,
0: living room. People got to start, start stepping up and getting a little bit more uh, involved in, they, in these politics, man. Yeah. You know? I just wish, but
1: speaking, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. It's like... Do we have to tell politicians that <laughs> that this is like elections. a pro- yeah like do, that's do your, we have to like that make is your them
0: fiduciary duty yeah ass. it's yes uh, you have to keep these people in check you can't let them come and run the city yeah that's yeah. the whole mm-hmm. that's that's a that's another part mm-hmm. of what I, what I'm talking about mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we have come into this ideology to where we let these We're figures mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. us how to mm-hmm. run our life? It's yeah. like, well, wait a minute, homie. we put you in place. Yeah, you need to listen right, to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, you know, it needs to go, you mm-hmm. know, but it's, you got people putting for sale signs on your city and, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You right. know, it's, 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 it's a little difficult to try to fight that. You know right. what I mean? So my thing is like, that's why people really got to get more educated and involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, really hold people accountable for this type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, my big thing as a small business owner, mm-hmm. my biggest gripe is I look up and I see all this business going out there. All these people that ain't got nothing to do. They don't even have a state of Georgia license to do business. But all this money <laughs> is just going all over the place. You know what I'm saying? All these I, I, I work with all these artists. All these, you know, artists can't even get the city to back them and get them to do murals and stuff because the city's too busy funding people from other countries, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's it's a real situation where we gotta hold these folk accountable, like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, yeah. we paying tax dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, we need to have a, a a real clear understanding of what is the structural structural understanding and the development understanding of what we're doing in our our very own communities, you know? I think, I, I
1: totally agree with yeah. that. Um. I think it sucks that you have to tell someone whose job is to like already be concerned like to already to notice the obvious right it sucks you got to tell a politician the obvious thing i mean and it's like you know but let's just let's let's just let's just paint a picture kasim reed probably gonna be the next mayor mm-hmm. um you think kasim reed gonna further
0: this uh <laughs> progress or, or slow it down i think it's gonna go like from a it depends on how you're looking at it like i tell everybody I don't know what our current mayor, you know what I'm saying, got going on, but our, our our city is broke right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh Atlanta's doing everything in their power to try to <laughs> nickel and dime everything that they can. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you're not paying attention to what's really going on, you'll believe anything the damn news tell you. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even watch news. You believe no anything the AJC tell you and stuff. And yeah. it's like, nah, man, you really gotta get involved and go to these 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 meetings, these MPUs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like really get an understanding. Because uh, this stuff is transparent. It's public information. It's not like they hiding it and they have some secret meetings and shit. Like, oh, yeah. people just don't go apply themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of this stuff is online now because of the pandemic. They have to put this stuff, uh, you know, available for you. Yeah. So, if people really have a concern, then get, get the fuck involved. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy to me because, you know, I do these community-based events. You know what I'm saying? obviously for the community, but I need them, I need the community to start doing some stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm yeah. I'm just you can't be the only I'm, one. Yeah, I'm you just, can't tra- be the collaborator. Com- yeah, com- I'm just I'm just starting. Yeah. I need y'all to finish it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? My thing is like I'm bringing people together so we can we have to mm-hmm. to, to talk. We have mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying, really get to know each other, know each other's concerns and all this other stuff like that. Cause if we are not doing it ourselves, we are just letting them mm-hmm. do it for us. And that's too much of a filter. I'm not oh, yeah yeah you know what I mean? and, and my thing is we need to do with no filter yo no filter that's the whole problem what we having as a society as a whole you know what I'm saying we real people you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but then we turn on the Instagram and the, the news and all this other stuff and we let these filter components dictate our thoughts dictate yeah. our conversations dictate our way of life all this other stuff but we really dealing with each other outside of these motherfuckers right so we need to create some kind of real connection to where when this filtering process starts happening, we know the difference. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's just to re- like you keep saying. Why do we have to tell a politician to? to because they filtering did. shit down, yeah, yeah. motherfuckers. And yeah. people just like, oh well, I guess because he says it, this mm-hmm. is what it goes. Nah, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like we need to hold people accountable. So your your kids, your nieces, your nephews, whoever, as they're growing up, they're not going through the same dumb retarded shit that we're over here questioning all yeah, the time. Like, why right. is this going on? Because we're not doing nothing about it. You, you don't know? see that st- kind of stuff happening.
2: Like it, it, it's the perfect example. Uh, I'm just thinking about my kids in a school in Cobb County versus in Clayton County. Like my, my my wife teaches in Clayton County. You don't have the PTA coming together and and providing resources and demanding the school do A B C and D. The only thing they're demanding is put these kids back in school. So I, they're not in my house. Right. Anymore. But in Cobb, you know, in Cobb County, they're like, okay, well, we need to get these babies art supplies, snacks, Kleenexes, everything that they need before they even step into the building. Mm. We gotta support these teachers so they not coming out of their own pocket Mm -hmm. trying to buy all this shit. So it's just kind of a you know, it, it, it's just what you're saying. It, it takes the community to step out and say, "Okay, what do we need to
0: do?" Right, because you like, wouldn't what? even you wouldn't even know that the teacher's even going through that. Exactly. They didn't tell you what the exactly. hell was going yeah, on. Exactly. You, yep. you would think that the school's just tripping. They send you mm-hmm. these crazy it's, ass notices Like, why do, and I, stuff.
2: why do I why do I need right. to do this? Like, the school needs to, the school knows my t- my child needs art supplies. Right. Why am I doing this? Right. Well, the school ain't got no money. Right. Like, the school ain't got right. No, like, So so. Come on out of pocket, or come up to the school and volunteer. Get involved in your community. You, you're saying you're saying exactly
0: what needs to happen. Like more yeah. action, more less, action. Is less less but, but, like Yeah, a and a and less less speak. And I'm mm. and I'm trying. I guess what I saying, Me and mm. my team, we're we're trying to uh, to be of an, an, an example of that. Hell yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm oh, saying. Yeah. And, and all the genres of, of stuff that we do. You know what I'm saying. We get we get all the hit all the, the check marks. I mean, yeah, you know, could we do the bonfire? You know yeah. what I'm saying, and that's a you know it gets us. It's, it's it's looks mm-hmm. and things, but then we do the indie market over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. you know in, in the daytime, and it's people, all walks and family, of life. That's yeah. reality. You know what I mean? And, and that's our biggest thing is like, you know, our our success has been our consistency. We have not stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if people think we're just getting rich off of this stuff, but you know, the, the money isn't always necessarily there. You know what I'm saying? But the the demand is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it gets to the point where people are like, yo, we need this. Mm-hmm. You know, like damn, just like that. Like we just thought we were just doing some cool shit. You nah. know, like, no, like, no, no this is needed. We need you to set this yes. market up for us. Yeah, yes. so it's like, okay, we gotta really structure this thing, you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's it is empowering people's lives, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 creating this community ambience that we mm-hmm. keep talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we need to consistently keep this going, so it just automatically just, you know, blossoms, grows, grassroots, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it, like, as cliche as it sounds, it takes a community. Yeah. You know?
1: And it takes a community willing to do the dirty, to do the hard work, yeah. and to get uh, out and yeah. do actions. I think that's the main problem, and we're gonna wrap this up soon. I think that's the main problem with this, the uh, climate of society today, is just everything is just talk. And everything is just cry about mm-hmm. it. Everything is just like have a think piece or thought or a bad take or a Twitter thought about it or Instagram meme about it. But like you could do that forever and Mm -hmm. then nothing gonna change unless you like put your feet to the ground and get out there and, you know, round up your friends and say, hey, instead Mm -hmm. of instead of like cussing people out on Twitter all day, like let's go downtown to the Capitol and see if we can talk to some of these like Fact. Let's see if we can, like, arrange a meeting with, like, the councilmen or go to, like that's you how say. You get
0: the most impact, MPUs, man. MPUs. Yeah, I mean.
1: See that, what kind of businesses is about to get open. And, and, and if you don't like it, you could vote. You could yeah. downvote mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? You got options. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? But, see, that's the thing. It's a powerful as, message. As convenient as this technology is, as easy as it made our lives, uh, it's also done, you it's know, the, the, the handicappers, <laughs> in a sense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we really... The, the the real power is reality. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we got this virtual... They keep putting words in front of the reality. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got virtual reality. You got augmented reality. You got all these different types of of scenarios that try to take away the, the real, you know what I'm saying, out of it. And it's like, that's, that's the part as we're growing that we keep forgetting about. There's still a real part. We really got to get attached with each other and stuff because the more filters that come between us, man, it's going to make it real difficult for us to really, you know, make... Understand the difference of what's real and what's not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why I, stuff like this, I, I had to come out of here. I'm glad we didn't do no virtual kind of, oh, you know, yeah. what I'm saying, yeah, it was just sitting on the Zoom link, you know what I'm saying? I'm with all nah. that, but I'm glad that y'all were real. No flex, I need you to pull up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I ain't seen y'all in years, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We ain't, nah, this is great, yeah, this is great, you <laughs> know what I mean? The energy is good, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, 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 we're, we're. we're Human beings, and we need this, you know what I'm saying. Mm So now we can take this energy, and you know, you can go take it to your audience. I can take it to my audience, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. And we can get some new information, you know what I'm saying. And that's literally how it works, you know what I'm saying, on a consistent basis. But we gotta do it more often than usual, you know what I'm saying. Like, like you said, we gotta do the hard work. You can't just do it when it makes us feel good, you know. Right. Yeah. And you
1: can't just do it for brownie points yeah. right. or likes yeah. or you know to make your family feel good or your boss feel good. Right, like, you got to do it because you know you're doing the right, it's the right thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a powerful little little message you, you gave there. Um,
2: dropped a lot of gems. Yeah, right? you always I'm, dropped gems. Yeah, <laughs> I, right, man. You know, every guest we have on here, I try and tell them something that I remember about them and something that uh, you know I've I've taken from them in the past. And you specifically, and it's funny you brought up working at McDonald's, I remember online, on Twitter, as a matter of fact, I said something about, and this was old Joe, this was like, mm. oh, McDonald's workers don't need to make X amount of money, da, 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 and you checked me on that. <laughs> and I was like. On Twitter? On Twitter. It had to be a long time. Yeah, it had to be a long time because you ain't been on Twitter in forever. <laughs> and so I was like, huh. Let me and, and, and since then I was and, and and now in 2020 2021 everybody's like oh McDonald's workers
0: need to make 15 and now in the reality that's just not enough money to uh-huh. Make. Uh-huh. Right. Look, like look on some real shit McDonald's was the most humbling experience, and I worked a lot of jobs. Yeah, humbling, my dude, because you're doing real labor. You know man. what I'm saying? Like you, you, you picking up fifty pound boxes. That grease, taking care of money, grease traps. You know what I'm saying? You're dealing with people. You know what I mean? So you getting an all around work experience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? On, on how industry level type situation goes. At said, the time, you was only getting paid six dollars an hour, man. <laughs> and you said all that. To me, you said all that to me online, and I had to re, really
2: rethink it to myself. I was like. He's right. Like this is, you're not working any less hard just because it's McDonald's. You still got to make a living. And like, I've kind of just kind of kept kind of kept my eye on what, what Brian Flex Winder's been doing. Like, okay, <laughs> this nigga knows what he's talking about. Like, he's he's kind of ahead of the game on this. And just everything you said, is like you've been doing the production shit five years ahead of everybody else. Like you've been doing the shit, the first person to do the DTG. I'm like, man. This guy knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad we we're able to get you on the show and uh mm-hmm. kind of I'm honest right, right. Well, before we go, um,
1: you want to tell people where to follow you and then all of the different you, <laughs> bonfire, <laughs> indie market, you go ahead. Anybody want
0: to shout uh, out. I mean, shout out to my to, to the team, to the family, the whole bonfire team, the power gang, the Indie Market team. Um, my pop ATL family, my brother LaShell, Yante back at home. They hold me down. They they are literally like my my, my left and right hands. Um, and yeah, man, I just uh, you know follow Bonfire ATL uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Atlanta Indie Market and Pop underscore ATL if you need t-shirts and any kind of graphic design work. Um, you know when we out here just you know trying to work and looking for any kind of uh, positive str- strategic partnerships. If uh, you know people out here trying to do some things, we are definitely open into to earning and, and learning. So hit us up. Be ready to work. Yes, sir. Brian, I can't thank you enough
1: for pulling up. I know you're busy, like and I <laughs> He's and, in a meeting pulling up. Yeah, And if you had to text me and be like, Dan, I don't got the time, I'd be like, bro, nah, I do we gonna do time, it. Look, I'd be like, well, I'm gonna text you again uh, on the seventh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know. You're definitely one of the guys that I've had on the list that that I wanted to reach out to, but I wanted to have, I wanted Somebody to get some consistency it. going first to it. at least so you at least you feel comfortable. Like, oh, okay, he' been doing this since May, and I'm episode <laughs> three. Like, I don't think, I don't uh, think I'm gonna came come up first. It don't matter, changes. bro. You know, we go back. So yeah, um, I really appreciate you coming out and. um Best of luck with everything. Hopefully, uh, I see you more around, around the city. You know I, yeah. know, I know you'd be ducked off, but hopefully i catch you up in the rafters one day. Be like, hey, nigga, I'm up here too.
2: <laughs> I see you up here. Uh, Joe, you want to close us out? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for coming out. I'm not going to stumble and uh, be stupid this time. Yeah. Like every other episode. But appreciate you coming uh, yes, up on us today, man. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe. Yeah. Definitely do subscribe. that.
1: Um, you know where to follow both both of us at. Yes, sir. Me and Joe have some things plotting. Um, Did you see the show has changed yeah. already a little bit some? Yeah. We're, we're, we're making this transition. we got some stuff too. 2022 a, Round the Corner. Yeah. And uh, you'll see some different changes then. Uh, Of course, we just had to make it make sense. Our number uh, one thing has been
2: consistency. It's been getting these episodes. So just
1: stick with us. They're going to keep coming. And whenever y'all got to catch up on them, binge them, whatever you got to do, just please subscribe. (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to see my Instagram story, and I'm going to be telling you to do that twice a week.
0: Yeah, y'all make sure y'all subscribe (laughs) and support (laughs) yes sir what and about. yeah and
1: of course you know all of, all the things are on the screen um we out y'all have a happy holiday